Hello, everyone, and welcome to Laser Focus, presented by Guy Boston Sports. My name is Justin. Now, let me welcome in my wonderful co-host, Faith. Hello, everybody. A little more enthusiasm. I know we lost, but a little more enthusiasm. How are we doing today? Eh. Um. Well, not great. I mean, since we've seen, since we've, since we've spoken last, the uh, Patriots are out of the playoffs and. Really, really sad way. Losing wild card weekend at home. Yeah, it's not good. Only the third coach-quarterback combination in the Brady-Belichick era to come into Gillette Stadium and beat Tom Brady and Bill Belichick at home in the playoffs. Uh, now, uh, Mike Vrabel and Ryan Tannehill can add their names to that prestigious list with Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez, uh, and John Harbaugh and Joe Flacco, who did it twice. But they're hot right now, so... Who? The Titans. Oh, yeah, the Titans are hot. Yeah, the Texans are right now, hot right now. Uh, Titans. Uh, yeah, the Titans are hot right now. It is really impressive what Derrick Henry's been able to do. Ryan Tannehill, not so much. 72 yards against the Patriots and um, I believe 88 yards last week. Derrick Henry had a um, better passer rating than him against the Ravens. But why don't we talk about Wild Card Weekend first? So first up, we had the Bills at the Texans and... This took overtime for the Texans to beat the Bills. They uh the Texans win that 22 to 19. Yeah. Um the Bills really should have won, but Josh Allen had one of the biggest chokes I've ever seen. Yeah. Um played absolutely terribly on multiple chances to win the game, so But the fact that the Texans had problems with the Bills I think is more on the Texans I than the Bills. I don't think so. The Bills, I thought, were a better team all the, year. The Bills so. are good, but the Texans are a division winner, and they were at home, and they they seem to have more problems than Buffalo. Buffalo should have won that game. Faith, you're absolutely right about Josh Allen. Have you ever seen a worse quarterback playoff performance? That was really bad. That was That's in the, that's in the conversation. Josh Allen sucked. Um, any more thoughts on this game? That's about it. Yeah. As we're going to find out soon, the Texans were a fraud. Up next, oh boy, this is painful. Texans at Patriots. I'm sorry, Titans at Patriots. Um, Titans beat the Patriots 20 to 13. Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, I'm not even surprised. I can't lie. It's it's devastating, though. It is horrible. Um, I was shocked. Faith, you were sad. Could potentially be Tom Brady's last home game as a Patriot. We'll talk it about could that. Could be his last. Yeah, that's. Could yeah. we'll talk about that later in the show. But this was a painful loss, and I don't think a lot of people were expecting it. I think a lot of people were expecting it in the divisional round. But the Patriots could never really get it together. They only scored thirteen points at home, and they essentially held the they essentially held the Titans to fourteen points. Uh, the Titans got a pick six, which ended the game. But really, no offense, and the the, uh, the defense couldn't stop Derrick Henry, which, again, means that the boogeymen are frauds. Burn those t-shirts. <laughs> Kyle Van Noy, if you're listening, burn those t-shirts. You do not get to call yourselves the boogeymen unless you are a championship-winning defense. We don't even know if he's going to be on the Patriots next year. So. We don't. Up next, Vikings at Saints. This was actually pretty entertaining, although heartbreaking if you're a Drew Brees fan like me. Vikings at Saints. Vikings win that 26-20. Yeah, the Saints have never been able to pull through in the playoffs. Never. It's really sad, actually, to watch. But I knew the Vikings were going to win. 
And yeah. Justin had so many doubts in my enthusiasm about the Vikings, but I knew the Saints were going to choke it away. Well, you didn't pick the Saints, and you also didn't pick the Patriots, so you can't reconstruct history here. Uh, but, Faith, you were definitely— What oh. do you mean I didn't pick the Saints? Of course I didn't. I just said that I— Oh, did you pick the Vikings? Oh, yes. okay. You picked the Patriots last week. Um I did pick the Saints, and wow, could I, I could not have been more wrong. I even bet the Saints at the end of the game because I thought for sure Drew Brees was going to lead a comeback, and I lost that. Um, but Kirk Cousins finally gets a playoff win. I still think he is one of the worst, um, least, where am I going with this? Least clutch quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. Uh, and then finally... <laughs> Seahawks at Eagles. Seahawks win that game 17-9. to Eagles, it is an embarrassment. You only scored nine points at home. I understand you have an MVP candidate uh, quarterback coming into Lincoln Financial Field, but you've got to score more than nine points. So this set up divisional round, which was the Vikings at 49ers, Titans at Ravens, Texans at Chiefs, and Seahawks at Packers. Who was the most surprising... Uh, Surprising divisional opponent here. I think we're obviously going to say the Titans-Ravens yeah. game. Yeah. Um, do you want to start with Vikings at 49ers? Yeah. So Vikings at 49ers. Vikings lose that game 27-10. to 10. Started off pretty strong, and then it just went all out the window. Yeah, it was, it was bad. I was concerned... Uh, I was watching it with a friend of mine who constantly, constantly flip-flops, and he was starting to take the Vikings, and it's really just because he has a hatred for Jimmy G winning anything, and he's a bitter football fan. But Who would want Jimmy to win? I mean, I want Jimmy to win. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, Jimmy Garoppolo leads the San Francisco 49ers to a win, and they are hosting the NFC Championship next week. Next up, we have Titans at Ravens. Now, this excites you as a Patriots fan. Nobody thought that the Titans could do it. Nobody had beaten, no, no six seed had beaten a one seed since um, the Rex Ryan, Mark Sanchez Jets came in here and beat the Patriots in 2011, which was really the 2010 season. Uh, coincidentally, the last time the Patriots weren't in an AFC championship. But Titans, nonetheless, go into... The Ravens Nest. I actually don't know the name of their field. Um, the, the Ravens? The Titans go to Baltimore and win 28-12. to They shut them down, and Derrick Henry walked all over them. Nonetheless, the Tennessee Titans are going to Kansas City for the AFC Championship. Next up, we have Texans at Chiefs. Yep, this was the worst one of the whole weekend. Texans lose that game 51-31. They were up 24-0 in the first quarter. They were up 24-0. They kick a field goal. Momentum starts to shift. Faith, I know you have some thoughts on that field goal. Do you want to talk about it? They obviously should have gone for it on fourth down. You would have had them pinned at the 10 if you didn't make it. You would have been in a much better position than missing... The field goal. I disagree. And then them having good field position after. That's just so bad. I disagree. I think you take the points there. What I I have a problem with is uh, doing the fake punt when it was 24-7. to That, to me, sealed the deal. That, to me, at that moment, 
I had people texting me, and you knew the Chiefs were going to come back. And the fact that Bill O'Brien managed to blow a 24-point lead in 10 football minutes and gave up 24, 21 points, that's three touchdowns in three minutes and 24 seconds, is the most egregious thing that's happened this season. So, Faith, here's the million-dollar question. Does Bill O'Brien deserve to be fired because of that performance? No. I say no, but if you look at the previous samples, you certainly have arguments to fire him. Bob Bob McNair, if you want to fire him today, you absolutely have every right in the world to fire him. Anyway, Chiefs will be hosting the Tennessee Titans for the AFC Championship next week. Second AFC Championship in a row for them. That's their first in franchise history, which is real cute because the Patriots have been to nine straight. And if you can't tell, yes, Faith and I are still quite a little bit bitter about this whole thing. We did not know what to do with ourselves uh, last week, this weekend, and, you know, last week. (sighs) Final game. Seahawks at Packers. Now, this one I would not touch with a 10-foot pole until... I'll tell you when I touched it. Um, Seahawks lose that game, 28-23. Now, it was when the Packers were up 21-3 that I bet the Seahawks plus 14, and the Seahawks came through, and I doubled my dollar and won a dollar and two cents from that bet. Faith, thoughts on that game? Yeah, so um, the uh, I thought that the Packers were going to pull a Texans on me for a second, and the Seahawks were going to come back. I think the Seahawks could easily be the better team in this game, but clearly they did not show up. They may have. play as well as they They may have. I don't think, if the Seahawks had won, it wouldn't have been as bad of a collapse. I mean, what we saw was truly egregious. (laughs) Egregious by Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Blowing a 24-point lead, by the way. How much of that can you blame on, like, Deshaun Watson and... He really cares. It doesn't really have much to do with the offense. Does um, it? I mean, the fact that the offense seems to be inept through the last three quarters, I think you can blame it on Deshaun Watson. But I blame it. I blame a lot of it on Romeo Cornell, who's the defensive coordinator yeah, there. Yeah, that's a big, I blame big. A problem. lot of it on Bill O'Brien. Sure, let's blame it on the punt returner who fumbled the ball into the hands of a, of a Chiefs player. Let's blame it on Deshaun Watson. Faith, when you have a blowout loss like that, there's plenty of blame to go around. So you can blame whoever you want. J.J. Watt also kind of a non-factor in this game. He, he made a few plays, but... Yeah, kind of a no-show. You know who I was thinking as I'm watching the second game, who they could have used yesterday? The Texans? Really could have used Jadevian Clowney. Who apparently is only going somewhere where he's going to win because he thinks that he'll like be able to tell that. But come to New England. That's what people do. <laughs> Darrell Rivas did it. Look what happened with him. Ravis Island led to uh, Gilmore. I can't call him No Fly Zone after what's happened, but Gilly you know. Lock is his name actually. No. Gilly Lock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the last month of the season. Um, so let's talk about this week. As we've mentioned a few times, Titans at Chiefs. 3.05 p.m. on CBS for the AFC Championship. Pulling through for Mike Rabel right here. <sighs> Who you want to pick, Faith? Titans. Can I just say I'm a little shocked at the spread for this game. The spread is 7.5. It's unbelievable. The Titans are 7.5 point underdogs. I want to pick the Titans, but I just feel like Derrick Henry might be out of steam at the moment. But what the hell, I'm taking the Titans. I'm taking- I think there's so much, like, 
there's not enough, like, film on them, like, going, like, playing well for teams to know how to stop it. <laughs> I, I think that there is enough film. Andy Reid, one of the... He's not a good defensive mind. Um, I happen to think Andy Reid's an overrated coach. Everybody disagrees with me. Obviously, he's, you know, statistically one of the greats. But the way that Andy Reid is able to choke in the playoffs, I mean, he's never won a Super Bowl. I'm taking the Titans, and... But... I reserve. I think it's going to be close. It may take overtime, but oh my god, if the Chiefs lose a second home AFC Championship game in a row, so we're both taking the Titans, Faith. Yes. I cannot wait to watch Derrick Henry run all over that Kansas City defense, and this take is going to come back to haunt me when they lose. Um, okay. I think we're going to disagree on this one. Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco Forty ers 6.40 p.m. on Fox. Faith, who are you taking what's, for this game? What's the spread? Uh, well, we're talking outright here. Um, but the, right. the spread is seven points. Well, I'm taking 49ers, but I would like to see the Packers win. I'm shocked that you took the 49ers. I want well, the... Well, just because I want them to lose doesn't mean they're going to. Okay. I'm taking the 49ers, and I don't, I don't really think it's close. I know that both teams are 13-3, and three, but... I mean, watching watching the way that the 49ers run, watching the way that they play defense, I think Green Bay is going to have a real problem with them. Yeah, but it's, I feel like Aaron Rodgers is out for revenge. I just feel like he's ready to go. I mean, I was watching their game over the weekend, and I'm looking at Tevin Coleman and Raheem Mostert, and I'm like, why can't Sonny Michelle run like that? Why can't why can't we have a guy that can run through people like Tevin Coleman? Why can't we run through people like Derrick Henry? Obviously, Derrick Henry is a large, large man, but I mean, it's it's really going to be tough, and I'm gonna, I'm going to have a difficult time picking against the 49ers. In fact, before these games, I made a little wager on Jimmy Garoppolo being the Super Bowl MVP. That is how confident I am in Jimmy Garoppolo, and more importantly, Kyle Shanahan as a coach. Faith, would you like to add anything? That's all. Do you want to talk about Tom Brady at all? Um, I think that... He wants to play for New England still. Yeah. But I think that he knows that he's... For the first time, I think, ever, he's acknowledged that he is the best to ever do it. He literally said it outright. Did he? I did not catch that. He said press conference. Okay. After the game. He never says that. He doesn't. And so I think he's getting old, but nope. But he's, he's not... He's clearly not done... He said he was not retiring. He's, I think he still has a lot left in the tank. And I think he's capable of much more than he did. And he, you're right. Everyone's right. He didn't have anyone. So if the Patriots aren't willing to give him anyone, I think he's willing to stick it to them and go somewhere else. So I'm really hoping that that doesn't happen. Yeah, and I mean, just to, just in case anyone isn't following this very closely, Tom Brady, obviously his contract voids on March 18th. And if you watch Felger and Masters, a countdown clock, Felger's doing a big Brady watch thing. There's sound clips for it. Um, but nonetheless, I mean, that game against Tennessee could have been Tom Brady's last game in a Patriots uniform. Obviously, we're all hoping it's not. Uh, but there are salary cap implications. So hopefully he will re-sign with the Patriots before the end of the league year, which is March 17th or 18th. I'm not exactly sure when. Uh, but Faith... What would who would you like for a quarterback if the Patriots don't 
bring Tom Brady back? Teddy Bridgewater. Instead of a rookie? Yes. Okay. I like Teddy Bridgewater. A rookie is not coming into New England and giving you a ton of wins. It's not happening. I like Teddy Bridgewater, but here's the problem with that. If you sign Teddy Bridgewater for, let's say, $15 million... We don't know what the deal is going to be, and we don't know what he's looking for or what his market is, so I don't know how you can even talk about that right now. Fine. Let's say Teddy Bridgewater's worth $20 million. Okay. What if he's not? Let's say he's worth twenty-five. Okay. Okay. Fine. Let's go. T- let's go twenty million because I happen to think he's going to be worth fifteen. But if you want to make him twenty million, that's fine. The Patriots have a thirteen and a half million dollar cap hit because of Tom Brady's dead money. So you're essentially paying a quarterback thirty, thirty three, thirty four million dollars, even if you only pay Teddy Bridgewater twenty. Therein lies the problem. If you're not going to pay Tom Brady, I say just move on and bring in a rookie, unless you can get a veteran quarterback who's serviceable. And can just, you know, manage some games for you for under $5 million. Well, no one's doing that. Blake Bortles would be under $5 million. Presumably Andy Dalton would be. Obviously they're going to draft somebody, I hope. You drafted Jared Stidham last year. Yes, and you need to draft another quarterback just in case Jared Stidham isn't good. I, I think we're all, I mean, I'm certainly hoping that the 23rd pick will be used to take a quarterback... I know right now. 100% not. You need a lineman more than you need a quarterback. No, I think you need to take a quarterback with that 23rd pick. I completely disagree. Okay, well, that's just a little bit, little preview for our uh, draft. But we'll be back to discuss the NFC and AFC championships. Look forward to a Super Bowl with no Patriots in it for the first time in three years. So God knows what I'm supposed to do with myself on Super Bowl Sunday. Faith, what do you do with yourself on Championship Sunday without the Patriots? Watch the games and root against... It's actually interesting to like have to pick a different... It really is. So out, out of these four, who would you like to see win a Super Bowl? Titans, Chiefs, like Packers, see, 49ers. I would like to see the Titans win it, but I think that Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs deserve it. More than all, the most out of the four teams. See, I can't root for the Chiefs. I, I have no soft spot for Andy Reid or Patrick Mahomes I don't either. I just think they deserve it. I think it's pretty clear. I would like to see the 49ers win, and we'll discuss that when it happens because faith i know you disagree but it should be a fun week this uh divisional weekend is a lot of people's favorite weekend of the year this championship sunday which is this weekend is my favorite of the year because you get all the trash out of the way in the divisional round you just have two great games you have titans at chiefs in the early window you have packers at 49ers in the in the late window it should be a fun weekend it should be okay well take care everybody enjoy championship sunday